was the week before winter break, and all through UW-1, students were studying for finals, and that wasn't much fun. Many were looking ahead to visions of sugar plums and extra sleep, yet others were feeling a sense of dread towards them starting to creep. What was this air of doom, gloom, or even sadness in feeling blue? Is it normal to feel this way? And if so, what should I do? Hey there, it's Randy Scott, your host for this episode of The Crow's Nest on Holiday Blues. And spoiler alert, yes, the holiday blues are real and a very common experience. So what are they? Well, some people say that during the months of November and December, they feel a lot more depressed or anxious than other times of the year. This week, I'm joined by Shin Shin Dai, a therapist and assistant director of operations at the University of Washington Counseling Center on the Seattle campus. So let's just be real. No matter how many jingle bells you hear or carols you sing or eggnog you drink, sometimes you just can't snap out of the holiday blues because the holidays just simply are not a joyous time for everyone. Absolutely. And... um and sometimes because there's all these jingle bells and joy and all these kind of like expectation or just like even music, radios, TV, even your friends are everywhere just like fully just throw this like, hey, be happy, be merry, you know, friends and fr- friends and family. It's It can put a lot of pressure and, um, and, and a, a lot of pressure and expectation to have us to feel feel like we have to feel this way as well. And it's also quite isolating to feel like, I don't feel this way, but everyone else does. So what is wrong with me? Or yeah, and it can make you, a lot of times, sometimes we can make people feel even worse. Like, I don't feel this way. Something's wrong with me. Or I don't feel this way. Then feels people, then gets isolated. Yeah. I like how you said that, that there's a lot of expectations put on us that we're supposed to show up in a certain way. Like if we're not, um, smiling for the entire month of December. There must be something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is not true at all. It's so normal. Like, like you mentioned earlier, you know, like not everybody has family or friends that, you know, the, the way that we expect family and family feels like or friend, friend, friendship feels like, right? Some people are maybe in a different country or a different city that they don't have family or friends or sometimes people are not as close to their family as some people are other people so um yeah it can definitely be not it's not it can be actually a really hard time to be reminded of this time of the year for some for a lot of people you know what you just said there about you know some people aren't as close to their family as others you know i i feel like kind of what we're talking about there a little bit is there's almost a sense of grieving that can happen during the holidays Absolutely. Um, I think I do. And, you know, a lot of people who don't have that sense of family that were, you know, this picture perfect, like everybody gets along and a lot of laughters and smiles. Like when we experience that grief, it's kind of like grieving what we lost and what we wish we had. Yeah. You know, so um, if there's grieving and sadness and sometimes loneliness that comes along with it. And uh, and it's cold and dark outside. <laughs> So it can definitely makes it hard for people to get through holiday season. Let's talk a little bit about that loneliness, because I think that's one of those things that, you know, especially when 
like there's like parties in you know all the time and gatherings and stuff like that yet you can still feel alone even in a group of people oh yeah 100 percent. sometimes you know when you feel alone it's kind of like i feel like you know a lot of times we have like friends who show up to this party but maybe like deep down we're not feeling as connected to these people or feeling like we again it's kind of like oh they seem all so happy but i don't feel this way because maybe this other things is going on in my mind and um that I'm not being like this and it kind of that could definitely create that sense of loneliness and even in the group setting too and off and the best thing kind of to do with that is actually just acknowledging and be honest with yourself about what you're feeling and what's the source of this and sometimes talking to you know a friend that you trust or somebody mm-hmm. that you or a therapist even you know uh, some support system that you feel close and can trust and just kind of share about what your true experience is because it's okay. Yeah. I think, you know, that's, that's the big takeaway that I'm getting from what you're saying right now is that even though, you know, we talk a lot about seasonal depression and stuff like that. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second too, but you know, the fact that you might not be into the holidays is okay. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, holidays and Christmas is not for everyone. I know there are some friends of mine who actually really come to terms with like, I am not doing gifts. You know, this is too much pressure. This is this idea of like marketing that has set us up for a lot of expectations and responsibility that I don't want to sign up for. So don't give me gifts and I don't want to give anybody gifts. And then we're really firm about these boundaries. And I think that's a really great thing to kind of like be okay with like, not every holiday tradition, you have to take that in, you know? That's a really great reminder um, that it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you mentioned something earlier. You said, you know, it is cold and dark and it is getting darker earlier here in the Pacific Northwest. And, you know, we do talk a lot about like seasonal depression and stuff like that. How does a somebody know the difference between, oh, I'm just bummed because it's getting darker earlier and, oh, I might have seasonal depression? Yeah. So with seasonal depression, you know, somebody feeling bummed is kind of, I'm bummed, but like that is definitely a little bit more short lived. But seasonal depression is just like this long sluggish feeling and that you kind of lose a sense of motivation and feeling just like, oh, I'm not as interested or energized about things that you normally might be really excited about. And um, and maybe even kind of start isolating more from friends because you, it's hard to get out and feel, again, that kind of, you know, energy and motivation to engage with the outside world. And, you know, maybe even sometimes mood can change and then feel more down and maybe sleep more than usual and more tired. So, so kind of what I'm hearing is if it feels like you're bummed out, but more is really that that's really kind of the litmus test is like, Hey, if this has been going on for a while and if it feels more intense than just a, a blip on your radar, it might be something else. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it's like, especially if it's starting to impact your daily functioning, you know, your normal functions, like it's hard to get out and take a shower, you know, or keep up with your routine. That's definitely another sign of maybe this is more than just feeling bummed. You know, the other thing that I'm thinking about is, especially this year, you know, finances are really a concern for people right now, right? Because of inflation and all the other things. And it might be really difficult for some folks to travel to their family. I think even you mentioned earlier, um, you know, like international students might not be able to travel home during the holidays and be with family. 
um, what what kind of advice do you give to to folks either who are experiencing that or who want to support someone? Yeah. So in terms of for people who are experiencing that, so I can kind of speak to that from my own personal experience. So my family, I was born and raised in Taiwan, and I um, moved here from the to the U.S. when I was fifteen, and my you know my parents and brother all moved moved back in the last seven years. So here I'm just kind of by myself. So like for Christmas and you know sometimes for a few years for Chinese New Year, it's kind of like isolating. It's like, I can't just go home every holiday, every year, right? So like that long and far distance, I think something that was helpful is actually engaging with people who might celebrate like friends that I are, um, you know, chosen family that I feel close to that I can celebrate sort of this tradition with and, and or like call in you know, dial in for a video mm-hmm. call and just be there with my family. Um, that definitely helps. But, you know, it can definitely still be hard because, you you know, it's not the same being there in person. Right. 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 Um, and in terms of supporting somebody who's going through that, I think kind of like, you know, for my friends who are available, kind of just showing up and just like being there with me and reminding me that I'm not alone in this. Like I still have people that around me that I can be with during this time. Um, you know, and in terms of financially, like sometimes, I don't know, I'm not everybody gift gifters, but like something really thoughtful, just kind of like mm-hmm. the, even a text, just like, I'm thinking about you this, you know, during this time, I know your family is far, but I just want to let you know, I'm thinking about you, I'm here for you. That can be a really nice gesture just for some, to be, to remind somebody that they're yeah. not alone. You know, one of the things that, um, I, I keep thinking about this year because everything is so politically charged, it seems, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. And I remember when I went home for the holidays after my first year in college, I changed a lot during that first year, right? My, my, my thinking was challenged. I was stretched to think about things differently. And um, I think even my politics changed a lot when I was in college the first time. And coming home was a challenge. And I think that's probably true for a lot of folks. You're surrounded by people who might have different worldviews or political views or something. How do you navigate that kind of tension? Oh, gosh, it's always so challenging. I hear you. Um, I would say, you know, definitely kind of reflect around like kind of your boundaries around what you want to talk about, open to talk about, and your kind of like limits. And it's okay to just like, I don't want to talk about this in this setting with you, you know? Or if somebody starts engaging and asking this question, you can kind of just, if it's, you know, being aware of your own reactions, like this is becoming too much for me. It's okay to remove yourself or end the conversation or switch the conversation to something else. I love that, that it's okay to remember your boundaries, right? Even during the holidays, it's okay to have boundaries. <laughs> oh, forget our own because we want to make sure people are happy. Then we're just like kind of letting kind of our own limits to be taken over um, because it's hard to disappoint other people. But the reality is that we get disappointed, people get disappointed and they'll be okay and we'll be okay too. Big thanks to Shin Shin Dai, a therapist and assistant director of operations at the UW Counseling Center on the Seattle campus for joining me this week. Before we go, here are a few more tips from UW Medicine about how to keep the holiday blues away. They suggest this holiday season that you might ease the blues with something as simple as getting enough rest. People tend to lose sleep during the holidays, 
and end up shortchanging themselves. Lack of sleep can cause cloudy thinking and lots of irritability. It can also hamper your ability to just deal with everyday stress. Eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables is another thing they recommend, even though there's lots of junk food all over the place during the holiday season. So if you can't avoid the extra candy cane, try getting some extra exercise. That can help ease the blues. Now, if you do have the holiday blues, UW Medicine says try these tips. Have a heart-to-heart with a friend. Limit your alcohol intake. Stick to your normal routine as much as you can. Set a realistic budget and then stick to it to avoid stress. Set realistic goals and expectations for what the holiday season is going to look like for you. Don't label the season as this perfect time to cure all your past problems and hurt relationships. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't go to parties when you don't really have time. Don't take on events that will crowd your time. Don't overextend yourself. Don't spend time around people who just add to your stress. Find time for yourself. And if you can, enjoy free holiday activities. The holiday blues can be quite common, but if you're feeling especially down, for example, your sleep or your appetite is affected, or if your feelings persist after the holiday season, make sure you reach out for some help. See a counselor, use MySSP, or during the holidays, you can always call 988, no matter what time or what day for additional support if you think you're in crisis. That's going to do it for this episode of The Crow's Nest. My name is Randy Scott, one of the licensed mental health counselors here at UW Bothell. Remember, even when the holiday blues start to creep up on you, there are people who want to help. And most importantly, you got this. The Crow's Nest podcast represents the opinions of the host and the guests on the show. The content and views do not necessarily represent the views of the University of Washington. The content on this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute advice or services. Because every person is unique, make sure you consult with a professional about your specific questions and individual health care needs. If you need immediate mental health support, call 988. Visit 988lifeline.org or access care anytime using the MySSP app.